here in Wexford. Our reporter Ashling Maloney is out and about. The evacuation of the final 30 patients in the hospital is ongoing. Ashling, where are you? Yes, Mary, I'm here standing right outside Wexford General Hospital looking straight at the hospital and the sun is just coming into my eyes here this morning. It's broken through the clouds and day has dawned and it's silhouetting the damage that was done to this section of the hospital that went on fire yesterday. I can see very clearly a, a large portion of, of the roof there that is missing uh, due to the fire uh, with the rods and the joists from the roof all sticking out there. And you can smell this morning as well, the smelling of of the burning and the kind of singed smell in the air and I arrived here last night and that smell was even stronger when I was here uh, late last night around 11pm uh, even as I was coming down the road down the M11 I could see significant uh, ambulances number of ambulances coming up the road uh, with the blue lights on uh, uh, transferring those patients to places like Dublin Dublin's Matter Hospital and uh, St Vincent's Hospital as we're told um, there's a calm and an orderliness here at the moment, but last night it was still quite a lot of activity as I was driving in to uh, Wexford. You can kind of sweep down on the road as you come in. Many people will be familiar and you can see down into the town and you could just see this this spot in, in outside the town of those blue lights where the operation hub was happening here um, of evacuating uh, patients. Um, there were fire crews here when I arrived last night. As I said, I could, I could smell it. Um, as a, a, on the road here um, it was a huge logistic operation obviously to transfer um, those uh, or evacuate those 207 patients some maybe have been discharged and weren't evacuated but many would have been need to accommodated elsewhere in other hospitals and I could see the scale of the operation last night I was at a kind of a quieter wing of the hospital in a quieter car park where the oncology day unit is and next thing you know th- uh, three uh, massive am- uh, am- ambulance service trucks not not mm-hmm. ambulances trucks parked up and they were loading up beds actually to transfer those beds just the beds on their own to other hospitals that needed them because of course there will be an influx from patients from here from Wexford General to those other hospitals now this morning as I said there's kind of an air of calm here Mary um, right. last night um, there was ambulance uh, crews waiting to be deployed from uh, Wexford County Council and bringing those patients um, mm. elsewhere and I'm told that they departed about 3am kind of around they were gone from the County Council so it seems that things are under control it looks like here this morning all right, Ashling. thank you very much. We'll have more from Ashling a little later on. Uh, some 30 patients, uh, as we said, still awaiting evacuation to other hospitals. Uh, the 700 staff, of course, who work here, wondering now uh, what is going to happen. The hospital is closed. The emergency department is closed. Outpatients is closed, certainly for the next few days. Verona Murphy is independent TD for Wexford. She's here in the Maldron Hotel with me this morning. Verona Murphy, good morning. Thank good you morning, for joining Mary. us. Uh, this hospital has a special place in in the hearts of people in County Wexford and performs a very important service, cradle to grave. Uh, your reaction to what happened? Well, look, at first, let me just say that I'd like to commend all of the emergency services, including the staff at the hospital under the management of Linda O'Leary. It was a mammoth task and whilst it was chaotic, it was organised primarily. And I think, you know, I heard from a lot 
of uh, my constituents who had p- uh, family in the hospital as patients and they were very understanding and very receptive to how all of this was handled. Mm. So, uh, you know, there, it just couldn't have ran more smoothly and I'm sure there were things that we don't know about but for the best part it was about the preservation of life and that was maintained. Indeed and the evacuation of patients as we say ongoing and mm-hmm. people will now be though looking ahead this morning people in Wexford this morning who have an appointment to go to outpatients maybe an appointment they've been waiting several months to 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 meet uh, and it's now it's postponed and they don't know when it might be reactivated. So that's a big worry for people now. It's a big worry and last night we took calls right up to one o'clock this morning in relation to maternity services. So my primary focus as the public rep- a public representative will be the restoration of services. And there's been a lot of controversy in the last fortnight here in Wexford about the proposed 96 bed block for Wexford General Hospital. And I think we now have a prime opportunity in which to fast track that process regardless of where it is uh, it's time to look at it now and to see how restoration and the new bed block can be incorporated. Outpatients will be advised. I will certainly be engaging with the hospital as to where those services and how people are going to uh, interact. Uh, the contingency arrangements for all of those services including the deployment of staff. I mean there's a shortage of staff all over the country but obviously families are concerned about childcare, about school times, everything it's not as simple as saying, you know, will you go to Navin? Will you go to Kilkenny? All of that has to be organised. Mm. And to my mind, we need to keep this to a minimum of disruption and have Wexford General Hospital restored as soon as possible. I do believe uh, from listening to Paula Strange and other members of management at the hospital that this can be, the hospital can be reopened and this mm. part of the hospital can be cordoned off and maybe services resume in some uh, yeah, And certainly form. that seemed to be the indication from Ray Murphy who of course from the fire service who has knowledge of yes. the, the fire itself and the damage that has been caused that perhaps I mean some of this hospital could be back in operation very quickly. What though happens to a young mother who is about to deliver her baby over the next couple of days. Where do they go now? Well, I think primarily our nearest hospital, um, and we have a new bypass in New Ross, is now Waterford Regional Hospital. And they are quite receptive. Obviously, if a mother or family are very concerned, they should call the ambulance service. Mm. Um, it was a phenomenal response last night from the National Ambulance Service. Uh, but that the, the helpline that is there is primarily for those who have family within the hospital. But I'm sure in the coming days, even hours, we're going to hear more about who can be contacted. Will this put additional pressures now on on local GPs and on community services? Yes, I think it will. And I think they will be expecting that. But as I say, everything needs to be done. All the stops need to be pulled out to ensure that the hospital is restored to working order as soon as possible. And that is many of the staff that are employed in Wexford, from frontline to catering to admin administration are restored to their jobs in Wexford General as soon as possible. All right. Well, Verona Murphy, Independent TD for Wexford, thank you very much for your time this morning.